Ooh. Uh, Brant just broke his spine. It's the best, uh, best time to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 121st episode of the No Podcast. This is our 121st iteration of this now infamous uh, Southeast Premier video game podcast. Live streaming uh, audio and video pleasure now, just for you. <laughs> you don't think so? Brant says go with it. Yeah. SSR puts out a cigarette. Tonight, uh, Microsoft <laughs> announces changes to their storefront, which is bigger news than you would think it is. Uh, Spidey swings first onto PlayStation and Avengers. Sony outlines PS5 accessory compatibility and announces a state of play that will be out probably by the time you listen to this. Uh, Zelda recipe enters official Ganon canon. It, it just comes to me, people. I, I, I got nothing else. It just comes to me. It is what yeah, it is. It's a gift. It's a gift. It is. It's yeah. a curse also. Uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer will be uh, free-to-play in 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. Got a little bit to talk about that. Splinter Cell's back. A bunch of ellipses. Is that what those are? I thought they were periods. On Netflix. Cuphead launches on PS4. Brant announces upcoming Animal Crossing changes. And as of today, Pikmin 3 crash lands on Strange Switch-shaped planet. That's what I should have done. That's what I should have led with Brant. Strange switch-shaped planet. That one's tough. Uh, I'm go. Richard Bergman, joined tonight by B. McKee. Here, as always. And CMC2. <laughs> yes, you like the title. Look at him. Present. That was recommended by a friend of the show, Charles. He said, why are you not just calling him CMC? So I was like, well, he's got to be... Uh... Or no, he said CC2. So I'm like, ah, CMC2 technically. So we'll go with that. All right. And I'm Richard Bergman. Thank you guys for joining us again tonight. See, we have uh, three lovely viewers on Twitch. Welcome, viewers. Uh, we appreciate your your viewership and your <laughs> as the three acknowledge their presence. Oh, holy hell! So we solved the echo from last week. I know there was a lot of uh, we got good feedback on the feedback, so mm-hmm. that was good to have it. God bless the echo. 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 Hey, we fixed it, man. It was uh, one Google search, I think, at the end of the show last week. And I was like, okay, we can try this. And then when we started off tonight, it was a matter of uh, just kind of messing with the settings and trying to figure out where our discrepancy was. Because it still wasn't 100% in line with the guy that I found to fix it. So we had to do a little bit of troubleshooting. But it points you in the right direction, though. At least you figured it out instantly. We got close. That's it. Just need to be uh, led to water, and then we can drink. Yeah, you just threw the fucking guidebook out the window. It's like, I'm, what the fuck I had this to begin with? And you're just like, just on. <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah. I'll get the basic steps and wing it from there. Nobody's on YouTube yet. I thought that was a big audience. You never know. Are we already demonetized on there, though? Uh, many times over. There's been no money come in from YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they're sending us that. Uh, they're sending us that million viewer uh, trophy. It's in the mail. It's on the wall back there. Yeah, see it I see it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it looks good. Our plaque we earned. For <clears throat> All right, let's jump straight into news. So this would not seem like a big deal. Microsoft changes their their Xbox store. So it's rolling out to Xbox Insiders now and everyone else this fall. So the nightmare that is Games with Gold. Every month we read these two Xbox One games you get. 
we read these two Xbox 360 games you get that are backwards compatible. They are like tied to two separate storefronts. I have a credit card tied to that 360 thing that is like five years old, but it's always free. So I'm just like, sure, go ahead, buy it. Sure. But we're finally going to get past this, you know, having to having to go into a different storefront for the exact same games. And that's that's the dream. Uh, a side effect of that is they're starting to like relist all these games all of a sudden, like Shadows of the Damned came back and there was there's like a list of 10 or 12 games they've brought back. So just from that. To, add, to add to your report right there, um, I did jump on that Silent Hill Downpour, which was delisted in 2015. How much did it go? Was it 1999 when it went? Yeah, I was like, fuck, I ain't doing this again. No, it's been gone for five years. years. Like, what, how much I, is a hard copy? Instantly. Like 40 instantly. bucks? Yeah, instantly. I, just, I paid $20 instantly. No, I didn't even think twice. I thought about it for Brutal Legend because Brutal Legend popped up in there, but I was like, eh, it's double fine. I think that's going to re- reappear anyway, so since they own double fine. That and we just got it in that double fine um, PC bundle thing. Did you get that humble bundle? Yeah, it was like nine or ten bucks or something. Like yeah, that. it was ten dollars or it was nine dollars. I was trying to get Brand a copy of uh, Psychonauts and he wouldn't take it. I was like, Are you sure? Come on. <laughs> Damn, so Brand. Psychonauts like, is good. I know. Uh, I was like, I don't need it. And I said it's even Mac compatible. I did all the research. I did all the research for Brand. I was like, All right, his MacBook can play this. He's going for Days Gone. It's too soon. Don't reach for Days Gone. He's got Limited run copy of Psychonauts. A PS4. limited run, and you could have had a, a wide open run at a Steam code for Mac, and you declined. That was uh, backwards compatible forever. <laughs> that it was. So Silent Hill Downpour, huh? you have any background with the game or anything? No, I think I played it a couple years back. Uh, I, that was... And I, probably put like maybe five or ten hours and this is probably the only one that i like that was done by a developer uh, the western developers right i think it was done by climax entertainment i can't remember if it was them or not i've known they've done a couple of silent hills you and uh, i played a little bit of origins years ago yeah the uh, remake of the retelling of the first one Mm-hmm. Uh, besides our uh, silent hill 2 uh let's play that will Used to be continued until 2021. That COVID put a stop to. Yeah. It's so, okay. Uh, we're learning. We're learning remote video recording and everything else. We might as well uh, throw that in the in the mix and start doing that one too. See, what we need to do is, I haven't. I mean, it's on PS Now. I'm wondering if we can just stream it that way, and I can just play. I can play PS Now on my PC. Do you want to uh, start over? Yeah, it won't take long. I mean, we literally, uh, we know what to do now. Instead of us just spending two hours trying to find one fucking coin. <laughs> There were so many good moments, though, in, in our two Let's Plays we did. Yeah, Things of mannequins jumping at us and stuff like that. It's a lot better than, the unfortunately, the unpatched 360 version. So, I mean, we technically can play that one, too. I have a copy of that one. Yes. No echo. Good feedback. Very Finally. pleased. Very pleased. It's like, uh, did you see that uh, Demon Slayer movie that got announced for 2021? Hmm. Uh, somebody did it on Twitter, and uh, that first response was great because it was supposed to come out this year, and then yeah. they pushed it back to 2021. And the guy's like, the first response on it was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna have to try to survive till 2021." <laughs> I was like, that. <laughs> "That was like the only thing he was waiting for was like, I'm watching Demon Slayer and I'm good." That's all he has to look yeah, for. Yeah, he's like, he, he saw this like, "Damn, I guess I'll have to try to make it." <laughs> I was ready to chalk it up, but now yeah. I gotta be there. That motivation. Uh, do we want to go any more of this stuff? The Verge says the revamped Xbox Microsoft Store has been fully optimized for the era of Game Pass, and it now shows more details about a title at the top level as you browse without making you dig deeper. 
There's a focus on parental controls. Users must now be signed in to browse the Xbox store and content filters should ensure younger players in your house don't see anything inappropriate. This is big to me now because my six-year-old has searched for things on YouTube that Alexa has told her how to spell. And now all of a sudden I have to be worried about parental controls. So uh, this is a thing. I get this now. It makes you're, sense. You're not the only one. My colleague at work, when uh, he's seeing all those uh, questionable Switch games on the Switch store, he had to uh, enable uh, parental on his, too, because um, his daughter's like five or six, and she yep. was looking for uh, games to play. Yep. And he's like, he's like, I didn't know Nintendo dabbed in these type of games. He's like, I'm going to have to <laughs> lock, that, lock that down. <laughs> Where's the Nintendo I know and love? That's basically what he was saying. He's like, I didn't have to <laughs> worry about that shit. Now it's... Uh, he said, now they got a scantily clad women in some of these pictures. And he's like, ah. Yeah, you really got to be careful with that with small kids. Yep. I'm learning this. Uh, somebody want to take this Square Enix Avenger PlayStation exclusive character story? Absolutely not. From The Verge. It's a little bit of an opinion piece, but. No, none of us want to do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Square Enix. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, it's uh this is from The Verge from uh, Cam Gartenberg. Uh, basically, uh, they announced through the what was it the PlayStation blog, I think, from uh, yep. Edos, was saying that uh, Spider-Man was coming to the Avengers game post-content uh, sometime in 2021 and that it would be exclusive to the PlayStation platform, uh, which set off a lot of uh, disappointment in... Social media, a lot of people saying that uh, they were on the fence. They weren't going to purchase the game now. Um, like I said, it's like you said, it's mostly opinionated. So it's a lot of that uh, content that's uh, locked behind deals. But I think this one is a little bit different because I know Spider-Man's kind of weird because Spider-Man is kind of like the they, they own the film rights of Sony. And whatever deal they worked out in the game, the game realm, I think Sony has exclusivity on that. It, it was all part of that right. whole how they get um, the third Spider-Man movie, the new one that's coming out, Homecoming, the sequel to that one. Uh, they went back and worked out a deal for it. And like I said, we don't know the ramifications for it. I think this was all part of that deal in the back end. So there's, I think there's a lot of, lot of tie into this. So I know a lot of people were upset about it, but I think um, it's just all part of that deal, unfortunately. So. I mean, it sucks because Spider-Man's a popular character. Like, there's yeah. nobody that's not going to want to have Spider-Man available in this game. Did they say if it was a timed exclusive, did you see? No, it's a permanent. Permanent. Yeah, Spider-Man Sony, will Sony never be had, in the Avengers version on Xbox. Yeah, that's, uh, they clear, I think Edo's clarified in the IGN Japan where the director came out and said, yeah, if you're going to play Spider-Man, you have to buy the PlayStation version. It will not appear in any other version. It's whatever deal they got with Sony. So, it is what it is. It's, uh, it's, what, uh, it's what Marvel gets for making that deal with Sony in the... I, I, did you ever read the article about how uh, they got the Spider-Man rights? Uh-uh. So before, uh, before Marvel got big and before Disney bought them and before they made their deals with Paramount, they actually offered the whole Marvel suite to Sony for $50 million, And they passed and only took Spider-Man. So. Is that in the era of like Fox grabbing X-Men and things like this that? This was before X-Men, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. They, they originally came up there to Sony and said, hey, we give you the whole Marvel suite. And Sony's like, eh, we only take Spider-Man. That's the only one they figured would sell. That's good lore. That's good backstory. Yeah, and they had that. They had that deal since I think because remember the the first Spider Man had James Cameron on there to direct. So ever since then it was like ninety eight, ninety nine. So 
I saw one of the best comments I saw was that uh, Xbox gets Thanos exclusive. And it was uh it was Craig. It's a callback yeah. to your episode from from last <laughs> one when you're talking. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I'm a Halo fanatic. How did I miss the Craig fiasco? It's so funny. And even like three four three is embracing Craig. Like they've yeah. acknowledged the existence and everything. He's got to be a a trophy or or a achievement or something somewhere in yeah. Halo Infinite. Oh man, I've been laughing so hard at all the Craig stuff. Yeah, I've been trying to tell you, man. I was I mean, behind on it. You said Craig. I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like, I knew the, I knew the shape. Like when they yeah. they stopped on that that uh, brute and they looked at the face, but I didn't know, I I didn't know, know the internet had named him and crowned Craig. him. The yeah, I don't know where the name Craig came out with, but it's somebody so named good. Craig. It's so good, and they've just stuck with it. It's gonna be a thing. Yeah, it'll I mean, be in the is, boss's name. It or is something. what it is. Don't fight it. You know, it's like the whole thing with the puddles. Spider Man in the puddles. Puddle Gate. Uh, puddle Gate. Yeah. I mean, no, but and now nobody's talking about the graphics of the character. Like they've made it this thing. It's Craig. Like embrace that people are talking about this, and yeah. just go with it. Go with it from there. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, they just clarify that there there will be other content coming to the all of them. But they said they said that was the only exclusive one on all of them would be Spider Man the PlayStation. They said there would be no exclusive characters for any of the other formats. Um, so like I said, it, it did an uproar. A lot of people were saying that. They were going to boycott the game, which to me doesn't make sense. I mean, if you really want to show them, you would buy the other versions and make them uh, make Sony spend all that money for no reason. That's just me personally. Yeah, so, stack, be like, well, stack the odds on the other way. Yeah, yeah. they're like, we didn't this like PlayStation. The PlayStation version was the least selling version, and then they were like, we paid all that money for no reason. That's really how you get back to somebody. You but not yeah. buying a copy. It's like maybe we shouldn't do that again because this was the uh, this was the better selling one. Yeah. Just like and, we showed uh, Namco with everybody buying Soul Calibur 2 on GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> never happened again. <laughs> we never got the Spawn Heihachi Link thing again. Uh, PlayStation 5 accessories. Brent, you want to break this one down? Did you read this article? Uh, yeah, I can take this. Um, this comes from The Verge. Uh, and this article is by Tom Warner. Um, so out, Tom. Earlier this week... Um, there was a, a, a list that came out that was um, produced by Sony themselves and talking about the compatibility with PS4 controllers. Um, Something and we've all been wondering about. With, with the upcoming PS5. And, I mean, if you if you were to look down the list, it's it's uh, you see some of the stuff like steering wheels and some of the third-party controllers um, will work. Uh, but the biggest thing was that the the PS4 DualShock is not going to be supported f- for PS5 games. For PS5 um, specific games, yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Yeah, it just says that they will be supported with uh, PS4 games. Um, and it does not list any supported games or anything like that. Um I'm sure that they'll elaborate a little bit farther down the road because we're just getting this tiny little drip of information from Sony about what's going on with PS5 right now. Um, And this does mean that everybody's going to have to buy another controller. I know Microsoft came out like right after and kind of took a little jab. Uh, about how you know you'll you'll still be able to use your Xbox controllers you have now on the on the Series X, right? Uh, and I I even saw something today about how 
with Project X Cloud. Um, when that goes live uh, in September, um, I believe it was that they will be supporting PS4 Dual Shocks through X Cloud Play, which was just another another jab at Sony for this because I know a lot of people were were kind of upset, but we've the majority of the generations that we've come up on that's always been the case it's you get a new box you get a new controller you get a new box you get a new controller right and it's it's kind of strange that so many people got so um kind of upset by this just because i and i think it's mainly due to to microsoft right now right um because microsoft's kind of trying to break this this generational barrier right now where where you know like we were talking last week a lot of these games um will be playable on what we have now and uh be optimized for uh the new box for for series x and you can use your controllers everywhere on your pc on your you know playing uh xcloud um whatever and so I th- I think that that is that move by Microsoft is is influencing the market a little bit more than most people thought it would, and this is this is kind of the proof here. But I mean, obviously, with how much they're pushing the DualSense controller, to me it makes sense. And yep. I mean the the console is going to come with a controller. You're gonna spend, gosh, what another fifty, sixty bucks on a controller, just Only. so somebody else can. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. seventy-seven. Uh, what the sixty-nine is a new price? It seems so. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, it's especially with all possible. the tech they have in there, USB-C charging, and the battery. I think they confirmed the battery is like three to four hours longer on those yeah. uh, dual senses than they Which are on the plus. dual shot. Which but, is worth paying ten dollars more. For. Oh yeah. But there will always be third-party options. Power A is out there, as well as all the janky kind of Chinese stuff that's out there too. But I, so, so we've all been gaming a long time, right? Third-party oh, yeah. accessories have come a long way. Mm-hmm. It's not like sticking your brother or cousin with the the shitty Mad Cats or whatever. They've like you were mentioning, uh, Brant, the Power A especially. I've got oh, a yeah. couple of their Xbox One controllers. I prefer the wired ones. They're ready to go. I can play them on PC. Uh, Hyperkin's got some good stuff. Hori. I've got this thing. Yeah, Hori used to be like the best of the best. I've got this thing from Hyperkin that I can play. It's got a good D-pad on it. I think the D-pad's mm-hmm. better than the actual Xbox One controller D-pad that I'll play. Uh, like I was playing Bloodstain on it when I was doing that on PC. But uh, go- going back to your point earlier, Bran, I... I- I think this is more of that, like when this generation was first announced and we were kind of looking at specs and what the what the boxes would do. You know, we're just looking at these boxes. They're starting to they're starting to go out this way, but they're sticking with their philosophies. So PlayStation has said we believe in generations. We believe in, you know, PlayStation 5 is going to bring you different experiences than you can get from four. The controller is part of that experience. They're going that direction. Microsoft is still staying with, you know, we don't care where you play. We don't care how you play. Um, I think one of the greatest controllers of all time is that adaptive controller that they came out with uh, last generation for the Xbox One. It works for Switch. It works for PlayStation, if I remember right. It works for PC. 
Um, and that has brought in, you know, none of us are, are special needs gamers of any kind, but that has brought in uh, other ways for people to play who don't look and play like us. And that's a big thing. And they, they said that'll work. Uh, they've got, uh, then they just announced a deal with a third party for an official like X cloud controller, like an official smaller, was it Hyperkin? A bit. Uh, it was yeah, a bit though. Thank you, Cesar. But it it just kind of sticks with that same that same mantra of that and and also with the PlayStation I was reminded of when the Wii came out it's like okay a bunch of games you can use your GameCube controllers hey we built four GameCube ports on the side of the system it's going to play all those games already but for games that we feel like are Wii games you're going to want this nunchuck and this controller and we have tailored these experiences for this type of input method. And in a lot of cases, Nintendo gave you the option of using either a classic controller or the GameCube controller in those instances. But for some of those games, you know, they, they were required nunchuck and and uh, Wii Remote. I almost said Wiimote. <laughs> I don't think they like Wiimote. I think they like Wii Remote. <laughs> All right, Cesar, what are your thoughts on uh, PlayStation 5 accessories? I mean, outside of that, I mean, you got to remember Microsoft's going subscription base, so you need a open playing field with subscription base. You can't just lock them down to buying one controller. That shuts down your base when you're trying to go for that model. So, I mean, that's going to be the biggest difference. I like the dual sense. I think it'd be crying a little bit if I didn't like what it seems like it's going to bring to games. But ever since they first started talking about the dual sense controller, I'm like, okay, this is a way I can feel. Um, they also outlined some more of the accessories, like the 3D audio uh, headset, the charging port, or the the extra controller charger thing, and stuff like that. And that's where I'm like, okay, this is this is next gen stuff. I'm an audio buff, so and I saw it on Ghost of Tsushima. I texted Cesar about it earlier. I was like, I saw 3D audio, 3D audio on Ghost of Tsushima, and I couldn't turn it on. I was like, do I need that headset already? How does it, how does that work? I think but I can did. turn it on in my platinum headset. It'll work on the platinum. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but they did confirm, too, that that headset will work on PS4 as well. Oh, yeah. And the, and the camera. And they'll give you a free adapter for the camera, too. So the camera, the adapter that comes with it will work. Is that for it to work on PS4? Or is that an adapter that your existing PS4 camera will work on PS5? Uh, the latter. The latter. Okay. So I don't have to upgrade my launch PS4 camera. Nope. I you just get uh, an adapter and be good to go. They'll send you the adapter for free. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't stick with that uh, that interface. They already had a proprietary interface for it. Never know. And I think it's because we don't know how many USB ports this thing has. I, I think it only has. Uh, somebody had noted that they think there's only one standard USB port, and it seemed like uh, there's more USB-C on there. I think that's what the adapter's for. Gotcha. Uh, what else? Uh, PlayStation Move motion controllers will work. Uh, the PlayStation VR Aim controller will work. So, Cesar, we can vomit in Farpoint <laughs> on PlayStation 5. I can do that sometimes without playing Farpoint. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited. My PS3 Move controllers that I bought for, uh, what, Grand Slam Tennis 2? <laughs> what else did I use them on? Sports champions. I'm glad that those will still work on the next generation. Oh, man, the, the, the chair game. Chair game. Chair game. Resident Evil, the Resident Evil uh, kitchen demo. <laughs> no, the one where you, uh, you just sent me the photo of it where you skate around in the chair. I sent it to you. I'm lost now. Is it Job Simulator? Yeah, the Job Simulator. The chair game. <laughs> Here, sit in this chair. Make coffee. Make coffee, human. 
Um, another exciting bit that The Verge announced or The Verge highlights is that Astro's Playroom, that pack-in, is going to be a showcase for the dual sense. Yeah. So you'll have this new controller and you'll have a a Wii Sports esque experience. I'm not gonna say not gonna say Astro's Playroom is the next Wii Sports, but it'll it'll give you that run through of of everything that the controller can do and pull off. So that'll be a good experience. As Cesar looks up the chair game. Yeah. I mean that's a PS3 game. I was just fucking around. It's a move game though. What was it? Deadman's Quest. Yeah, exactly. You got it. That was it. <laughs> Uh, Little Big Planet, Dose. Seven. In my year of seven. <laughs> the year of seven. You're going to play Little Big Planet seven. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Rider. I sent you a picture of Kung Fu Rider. When was this? Like a long time ago. Okay, okay. <laughs> you made it sound like it was something recent in our thread. Nah. I'm, I'm scrolling back like, was, what? When was the last the time hell? we talked about PS3 move games? It's been years. It's been a long time. Was yeah. it on the podcast? No. No. Okay. I don't know why it popped in my head, but I just remember Kung Fu Rider. <laughs> I like your time context. It's good stuff. I've never played Kung Fu Rider. I don't think I own a copy. Or did we all get a free one with the Sony leak? We might have all gotten a copy of Kung Fu Rider. It was hmm. a budget. It was like a launch move game. Okay. Did everybody see the Zelda recipe story? This is yes. good stuff. I enjoyed the shit out of reading this thread as it went. Uh, so apparently author, well, somebody did, somebody did God's work. They did a great article, uh, th- but this is coming from John Porter at the verge, but the actual person who broke everything down was Dana Schwartz. Um, uh, so the author is John Boyne and he wrote a novel called a traveler at the gates of wisdom. And it is meant to be a more serious tone. Attila the Hun is in it. If I remember correctly from the article, Uh, The problem is, as journalist Dana Schwartz notes, is that rather than listing a real-world recipe, because they're talking about clothes in the the novel, the current top search results for ingredients, red dye clothes, links to a guide from Polygon on how to dye clothes in the video game The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's not an uncommon mistake for Google's algorithms to make, but in this case, the mistake seems to have made its way all the way into a published book by a respected author. So he put in his novel about a serious era of ingredients from Breath of the Wild used to make red dye. Uh, The quote is, uh, the dyes that I used in my dressmaking were composed from various ingredients, depending on the color required, but almost all required nightshade, sapphire, keese wing, the leaves of the silent princess plant, octorock eyeball, swift violet, thistle, and hightail lizard. In addition... (laughs) In addition, for the red I had used for Abrilla's dress, I employed spicy pepper, the tail of the red Lizolfos, and four Hillian shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Which are recipes uh, from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, they said, yep, that's a passage where a character uses ingredients including keyswing, octorock eyeball, red Lizolfos tail, and four Hillian shrooms to make red dyes, red clothes dye in the era of 5th century ruler Attila the Hun. Oops. Uh, he did acknowledge that his Google foo was off. Author John Boyne has taken news of the mistake in good humor. Someone remind me to add Zelda to the acknowledgements page when the paperback of Traveler is published. Oh, Lord. The author tweeted on Sunday. <laughs> he plans to leave it as is. So you have some Zelda lore in your copy of A Traveler at the Gates of Wisdom about the adventures of Attila the Hun. 
Yeah, I saw that on Twitter and I got lost in that thread. He's uh, apparently not a very good dude. So, oh no, he's a very he's like a J.K. Rowling on a certain aspect of the the population, and people kept awesome. pointing that out. So awesome. He's a very anti. Uh, he's just like J.K. Rowling, very anti. So okay, well. <laughs> Maybe don't buy his book, but uh, we can all laugh at him, including uh, actual legit recipes that we all cooked and messed up and got the little pixelated blocky thing in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. On to happier news, let's discuss Halo Infinite and the fact that it will be free-to-play multiplayer and 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. Or is that it? (laughs) That was it? That's That's it. it. That's the story. Uh, moving I, on. Think, I think somebody came out and said it was a rumor, and then 343 just like, yep, it is what it is. They just got ahead of it. So 343, they've, let's say over the past five to eight years, they've taken some missteps, as it were. Um, the whole thing with Craig, the whole thing with the lead up to Infinite, they're releasing music tracks. I listened to that music track that they, they released today like six times. Um them coming out, you know, somebody leaked, hey, this might be, this is going to happen. It's 120 frames per second on the new console, and it's free to play. Everybody's going to be able to play Halo. They just acknowledged it. The tweet literally says from from at Halo, Halo is for everyone. We can confirm, hashtag Halo Infinite, multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. More details will be shared later. So there it was. It was, it wasn't, you know, people begging and pleading for them for, for answers or Hounding developers or all the other uh, vitriol that goes on in the internet. They were like, hey, here it is. Everybody's going to play it. And I uh, think it's some good cues from uh, just the way things have gone in this past generation. You've got War Zones and um, Fortnite is free to play. And, and just the money made off of that. I'm sure they've seen those examples and, and they've seen that model. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, what somebody did that uh, eSports award where they were talking about the Fall Guys was already up there. And you looked at, what was it, second and third place was uh, Fortnite and uh, Modern Warfare. So I got to play Fall Guys, but I saw their servers were getting totally destroyed. Yeah. So I kind of so held off for a minute. Packed, we, need to, yeah. we need to play that one. I got it downloaded and installed on my PS4. I'm ready. That's when we should all play and stream. <laughs> Brent, what do you think about free-to-play Halo? You're down? Mm-hmm makes sense man it just makes sense and it's i think that'll be a big draw and a big money maker because i mean especially if somebody gets the series x and then day one i mean there's going to be probably a handful of games that come out with it maybe they don't get halo maybe they're that person that's just like "Eh, i've never really played a halo i want to get uh forza and then they have that option hey the multiplayer's fleet uh, free to play, and then they jump in. They're like, you know, this is this is pretty pretty good. I like this, and then that encourages them to buy the whole game yep. and just gets them into the franchise. Or maybe they just stick with free to play, and um, I'm sure there'll be some kind of little microtransactions uh, on that. Um, that way they can make their money. But right, I to me, I, I think it's a win win for them. It's a win win for everybody. I know. When when cell phone stuff started free to play and and we were all worried like okay, is an Uncharted game gonna be on iPhone and then it becomes this thing like where where is this all going? But the the way it's kind of wrapped back around, and I think Cesar and I are pretty good examples of this because we were we were wrapped up into PUBG not that long ago, 
And even though we paid for the early access version, when it came out for PS4, it was an easy no-brainer. Like, okay, we've we've been we've got two hundred something hours in this game. We've loved it. They want thirty bucks for this one. Sure, they can have that. We haven't really been seasoned past people, but when there's been some things pop up here and there, it's like I've gotten my money from this free to play. I don't I don't mind giving them five dollars for this. And that's you know we're not the whales who are just sinking nonstop money into yeah. these things and supporting them, but. But we throw it in there when when those opportunities arise. I mean, we bought those Apex Legend codes, so that's it. That was like ten bucks. It's like, why not? Yeah. And it came with Apex Apex Legends on a disc. Whoever thought? I thought it was just gonna be an empty uh, case <laughs> yeah. with a code. The fucking what uh, version is that? Hey, fifteen years from now, when Apex Legends eight is already out or season twenty seven, we'll be able to pop those discs in and stay offline and just land that one version of Apex yeah. Legends. <laughs> The broken one where you can always find a hidden area where nobody can find your ass. <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> and only nine heroes or whatever it was that was actually yeah. on the disc. Yeah, I have no issue with that, especially especially with like the benefits of Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, like Fall Guys. They come out. Fall Guys is going to be great. People are already raving about it. When they come out with a physical version of that, you don't mind supporting it because you've already gotten your you've already gotten this crazy mm. gameplay and and you believe in what they're going for and you can't wait to see what they do next and stuff like that. So, I know Cesar's always said uh, vote with your wallet, but I think this is one of those examples. Like we all have Game Pass, we're all going to be playing Halo Infinite at launch on our respective boxes. It may be maybe four different Xboxes that we're all playing. You know that four player co op campaign on four different eras of Xbox, but that multiplayer is going to bring in so many different people, you know, maybe people who've been away from Halo for so long. Everybody now knows Ninja as a Fortnite guru. He started off with Halo. Halo was his jam. He went to Halo tournaments and stuff with uh, his wife and manager. So Halo is going to be awesome. Very excited. Uh, Was there any other bits on that article we want to touch on? Nope. Other than I'm excited about, I got another game to try out 120 frames per second. You do. It will be compatible on your TV. You can give it a go. Uh, we expect your high frame rate to mean more kills, Cesar. If if uh, if the high frame rates don't put you at the top of the leaderboard every round, I, it's a waste. I expect uh, the high frame rates to have me into a small room with four other people and nobody else in there because oh, nobody else will be able to be play you. that 120 frames per second. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how that's not how it works, Richard. You can't just go online and see somebody else ask with a better PC and be like, "That's how it works." You're going to be in a special room. Yeah, I mean, and what's going to happen is somebody's going to be whooping your ass with a 2013 Xbox One hooked up to a 720p TV. <laughs> it's gonna it, well, it's gonna be like how they separate. Um, uh, Mouse and keyboard people. Yeah, it's an unfair advantage. I'm 120 oh, yeah. seconds unfair advantage. So. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be in a room with four other people because uh, Sony only has two TVs that does 120 frames per second. So. And I think uh, Samsung's got two. It's not many out there. So. That are coming. Yeah. I mean, the Sony ones are already out. The Samsung ones, I don't think, are out yet. So. Do you think that'll be the big thing? Like, I don't even know what CES is gonna be like in January, but do you think that'll be the big thing in CES is high frame rate TVs? Yeah, that's what everybody wants. I mean, I'll, I'll be okay doing uh, checkerboard 4K versus native 4K with a higher frame rate. That's just my personal opinion. I just want smoother gameplay. I'm, I'm with playing you. games where like everybody's hiccuping along every so often. So, yep. With the frame I'm rate with you. I, I know for a long time you've touted uh, like HDR over resolution, and 
as I've gotten a better HDR TV, I definitely see that. Like, sure, make that 1080p, but make it HDR and 60 frames per second, and it'll be a glorious-looking mm-hmm. game. I'll, yeah, I'll take a sacrifice in resolution. I mean, you're, you're, the human eye can't perceive uh, above 4K very well. I mean, that's why I'm not really concerned about the 8K that they're supporting. Right. If you want to do 8K properly, you're going to need an 80-inch TV so or higher. Uh, so well, I don't know where anybody's going to fit 80-inch TV. You might have room on that wall. That wall back there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you got, like, a, an 8K TV on less than 80 inches, I mean, it's, it's not going to really do anything. I mean... Keep other than going. complete, Tell other me how than, good it's gonna look. Keep going. <laughs> other than complete my dream that uh, I'll get to play six foot Marcus Phoenix. So that's the ultimate dream. Cesar, in this room, you can have eight foot Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, he's taller than fucking me. Yeah, that's my dream. <laughs> he's grinding. He's grinding and lancering. Taller than you. Oh man, that's good stuff. Uh, Netflix and Splinter Cell. Who wants to take this one? Nope, they did it. They did our boy wrong. <laughs> I saw somebody associated with John Wick is associated with this project, and I was immediately on board. Yo soy John Wick. Um, okay, this comes from The Verge. Netflix and Ubisoft's first project together is an animated adaptation of the gaming publisher's Splinter Cell series, which, in my opinion, is the best way to go. Give me animated over live action. Any day, as far yeah. as a, a franchise or a property like this, it's going to be... Well, The Witcher was really good live action. Did you watch The Witcher, Brant? The Netflix uh, series? I haven't yet. Very, very good. Uh, the streamer has ordered two seasons from the get-go for a total of 16 episodes, according to Variety. John Wick writer Derek Kolstad is set to oversee the project. Details about the show remain under wraps. But the long-running video game franchise based on Tom Clancy's book series follows former Navy SEAL Sam Fisher as he takes on a number of different missions entitled Chaos Theory and Pandora Tomorrow for the NSA. I added that last bit. Yeah, we figured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, And uh, The Verge Net- also notes that Netflix did a great job with Castlevania, which I 100% agree with. So, hey, take a shot at Splinter Cell. Give us more stories in that universe. Yeah, I mean, Netflix went on the... They got that deal with Ubisoft because they also did... Uh, they chalked up Beyond Good and Evil also, so... Really? Yeah, they're doing a show on that. What is that? Like, I get excited, but sure, what is that franchise in, in 2020? Like, 20... 2005 me is super excited? What is what is that franchise in 2020 now? What do we these, even have? These are all... Because you, you got to remember, I mean, this is like stuff that they did in the fucking uh, 1980s. So... We had a bunch of TV shows, what, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, Brave Star. All, all those were just drivers to sell toys. The toys didn't sell. The shows got canceled. <laughs> so uh, I'm telling Did you now. These, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you now that uh, this is all because these games are coming out soon. So. Think so? Oh, yeah. It's not just to keep the property alive for some weird reason? No. I mean, we saw what happened with the Prince of Persia movie. Ooh. But yeah, they're doing a uh, Beyond Good Evil. I never watched Evil. it. I still never watched it. It's a good it's not good, movie. Brent? It's a good movie. I like oh, it. Oh, Cesar likes it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, it's like Brant took physical damage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took Halo damage. Uh, Greg damage. <laughs> it's, uh, I 
it's it's a they said it's a according to Hollywood Reporter the new title will be a movie adaptation featuring both live action and animated elements. Rob Letterman, whose previous works include Detective Pikachu, Shark Tale, and Monsters vs. Aliens, will be directing. And that was in reference to what franchise? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil, the movie. Beyond Good and Netflix. Evil. Netflix. Yeah. Hmm. I thought Netflix was trying to cool down on their acquisitions and publishing and all that. No, they they keep taking uh, in, in more debt. The whole point is that they were they were in the business of where they were uh, licensing stuff out, and they can't do that anymore since everybody has their own streaming platform. So they're taking a gamble where they taking a lot of debt and produce new shows to bring in subscribers. And right now it's working because out of everybody, they're the only ones producing the original content, and everybody else is relying on their back catalog, which can only get you so far. So right, because the back catalog still spread is still spread out now between seven or eight different mm-hmm. apps. Yeah. So. A lot of people are now choosing uh, apps based off of uh, <clears throat> what new content they can get in, in combination with the back catalog. So. And they're leading with that. And Apple seems to have dropped the ball with the Apple Plus stuff. So yeah. they um, That movie with Tom Hanks did very well for them. I've been uh, wanting to watch it. I got Apple TV, so I have it for free for a year, and I just I haven't gotten around to watching it. So they decided what they're going to do is they're going to go, they're going to movie studios and looking at movies that haven't come out or movies that are were going to come out in the movie theaters and just overpaying for them and putting it on their service because that Tom Hanks movie did very well for them because that was supposed to be in the movie theaters on Father's Day and because of the COVID nineteen they uh, picked it up and they were like okay we can make money off this so they, yeah. they're more concerned about picking up uh, uh, movies that way it's movies that were destined for movie theaters is what they're going for high quality movies. Not to derail us too much, did you see uh, Mulan's going to come to Disney Plus for $30? I will just buy it on 4K Blu-ray for $30. I'll just wait. Yeah. It'll work for some people, but if I'm going to pay $30 already, I'm just, I might as well buy it on a format I can keep, and it comes with a digital code. So Instead of me just watching it once. Yeah. It's just a $30 rental. So I do get myself, not to exclude you, Cesar, myself and Brant, look around at a family on the couch, you know, popcorn's at home, uh, sodas are way cheaper, Bathroom's cleaner, thirty bucks, man. There's four of us watching it, so you kind of gauge that as far as the experience goes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is the first time they're trying this out, right? This is the first like straight up release. All right, high, high price, I guess you could say, streaming launch. Because we got Onward for free, the Pixar movie. Yeah, they just added it to the service, and we, you know, we love that, obviously. But um. I do you just, think, Brent, Brent, is that something you'd consider for the family? 30 bucks for Mulan? I've heard iffy things about um, the live-action Mulan. That's something that uh, Mulan is... It's a movie I enjoyed as a kid. It is mm-hmm. It is Katie's thing. Katie gotcha. loves Mulan. Um, <laughs> You're 30... And, Hey, just say your thirty dollars is already spent, man. You don't have, so, to, you don't have to go into explaining. Just tell but, us. Just tell us you already pre-ordered well, and everything. She she's a little iffy on it too, but I mean, it okay. might be one of those things where, I mean, it's a Friday night. We yep. can't really go do anything anyway. So, it I, if we were to go see it in the movie theater, it would be ten bucks ahead anyway. It would be thirty bucks. Yep. So, and like you said. If you if I already got popcorn here, it was cheaper. We usually we're boring. We drink water. 
Uh, and then, yeah, bathrooms are cleaner, and you can pause it. Pause yeah. it. <laughs> There's the key feature. I, le- I left the main sales point out, and you could pause it. So it may there may be some households that just just go crazy and snatch this up. I'm I'm excited to see. I know movies is kind of our thing. You know, multimedia, uh, entertainment. That's our that's our thing here. We're a video game podcast, but it's still it'll be something interesting to look at and see how it performs and how it does. I mean, they already done this. They've done it with trolls. So yeah, and trolls was a huge success, right? Yeah, and I think they worked out a deal with AMC because of that, where they have a shorter release window for it. But <laughs> um, how much was Trolls when it came out? Twenty bucks. It's twenty. So, so was the Scooby Doo movie. It was also twenty. Thirty seems. I think at twenty, it's a no-brainer for my household. I think Brant's too. When I hear thirty, it's yeah. kind of it's in that in between. I don't know. We'll see. That's why they're throwing stuff out there. Yeah, that's why I'm at thirty dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm at that point. I'm, I'm buying a physical copy. You might have had me at twenty or fifteen, but thirty dollars, I'm already paying for physical copy. It's not like I got to watch it. There's plenty of other shit for me to watch, but that's neither here or there. I mean, I, I, I'm the guy that has an AMC movie subscription, so I'm watching three movies a week, anyways, <laughs> when it was open. So I was right. watching twelve movies a month. Yeah. For twenty dollars, so. And I think it, I think thirty is is a hard sell for an individual, but like you're saying, for families, you got a family of three, four, five people. Right. Thirty bucks. Wow, you're getting off getting off easy to see a new release. Yeah. This is like a softball. Like, hey, I've been I've been waiting for this moment. Cesar, what's the thing you sent me? I've been waiting all my life for this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's finally here. We can just get this movie, and hey, I got popcorn. Popcorn's no. way cheaper. Sodas mm-hmm. are cheaper. We could pause it. Your best bet is to get as many people as you can to watch that movie all together for thirty dollars. That's the real win. So, it's true. That's what we did with Onward. We had uh, another family over here with another kid, and it was just we had an awesome time. Because all that's the kids how you, fell asleep, and we were all invested in the movie. So that's how you do it, man. Because if one person catches one movie, then the next time somebody else pays for the other movie. So yeah, that's how so you I really thought, take advantage of it. I talked about a couple weeks ago. We watched Sonic the Hedge, Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm the one that bought the movie for 250 or whatever it was at the time, and that seemed that the consensus of that was that I spent too much money. I enjoyed it for <laughs> 250. But... <laughs> uh, speaking of spending too much money for difficult games, a game I played with Brant, uh, Cuphead is coming to PS4. There was a uh, this article comes from The Verge, but there was a little kind of preview announcement trailer type thing, and then. It was out, and I think it's is it fourteen ninety nine? Twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. Nineteen ninety nine. Is it was uh, played? It was leaked on I think uh, the PlayStation Europe store because it had mm-hmm. originally planned on that banner and somebody found it, <laughs> and and then they tagged G off in there. <laughs> I think Mario tagged did, G off. That's right because it was on his summer game fest, wasn't yeah. it? They were like, and then they did even. Uh, and then he did the whole they, gift picture like this. And like, <laughs> Then they took down the Cuphead logo, and it was just a blank. It was yes. a blank square in the, in the yeah. banner. Yeah. All right, so Cuphead's out for PlayStation Four. I think this was only a matter of time. Great game, should be on everything sort of deal. So uh, it's been on Switch for about a year, I want to say now. So this was just kind of it was due. And they also have a Netflix special coming, right? And yep. know where their cartoon's going to be. Mm-hmm. All right, Brant, all this podcast, 48 minutes worth, has been leading up to this one moment. Tell us about 
finally being able to fish or swim or both or whatever they've added to Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, so, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was uh, the third this went live. or Oh, it's already up. Yeah. yeah. 30th. Um, oh, it was the 30th. There we go. I knew it had a three in there. <laughs> but <laughs> you got close. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the second update for the the summer update uh, that came to um, uh, Animal Crossing New or New Horizons. Okay. I almost said New Leaf. Um, uh, new Dawn. I was thinking New Dawn there. Um, and in this update, they've um, added a, a few new things. They've added um, there's Sunday nights. They've They've added like a fireworks show. Um, Red awesome. comes to your town, and and there's a little raffle, and you participate in the raffle, um, and you can get um, summer themed items from him, like uh, pinwheels, uh, different little fireworks, sparklers, uh, bubbles. Um, also, there's like these special things you get from Isabel. Um, it's like a um, they call them bobblers, uh, but they're just like a little light up shape that goes on your head. This has like springs and two of them are on your head. Oh, that's what I'm looking um, at on the story here. Yep. Maybe that'll go well for the video stream. It totally sort of does not. It does not? You can't tell what that is, Cesar? Uh, this looks like a red square with a triangle pointing to the right in the middle. Oh, no. Look at the bobbly bits. I see wave two. <laughs> Uh, dash and I <laughs> seen everything but the wall a little bit. Oh dear God! Looks like a so. Too. <laughs> and what they what they didn't tell you is everybody's island got something different. So mine was like stars. Um, I think Katie had like the little orbs. Um, and you can use your custom designs uh, to customize your firework shows. So okay. I threw. Um, some fireworks up there of like Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh, nice! Some, yeah, some other little things uh, going up there. Ooh, and awesome. uh, uh-oh, It'll be, it shows we'll he's back. still there, but his video's gone. <laughs> we'll just see a um, Skype logo. <laughs> he might have had to scratch something. <laughs> oh gosh! But anyway, um, so that that happens every Sunday night. Uh, they, of course. Aside from the other little things that they added, um, like they do every every month, there was you know a couple new bugs, a couple new fish. Um, but now, also, if you go to your bed in your house, a bed in your house, okay. and lay in the bed, uh, you have the option to um, sleep or dream. And when you doze off, um, a I'm already there. Her her name is Luna appears she's like a um she looks like a aardvark or anteater kind of thing um and with that you can upload your island um to this dream space or you can visit an island in the dream space um you create a dream code and you can share that dream code and people can visit your island um without the hassle of you having to be there um, okay. Open the gates, um, you know, show off your island or whatever. But they they can they can 
visit your island. When you go to somebody's island, you can't take anything with you, so you're literally just kind of sightseeing. Um, and I don't, you can't change anything besides if you were to go into like their uh, the clothing store, the Able Sisters, and mm-hmm. put up like a custom design. But out of that, it's literally just kind of a sightseeing thing. It's a it's a neat little thing. Um, Good summertime activity, right? Yeah, and uh, if you're going to upload your island make sure you don't have anything you shouldn't have because uh, nintendo has been going through and either deleting people's uh <laughs> uploaded dream islands or banning people <laughs> because the they have uh, <laughs> they look they symbol uh, flags yeah they they do not want self-promotion they do not want ads they do not want uh adult content or inappropriate content and oh, wow. or uh, hacked or modified items. Hey, you guys! You guys said this Nintendo was this Nintendo was dead. Why are we bringing it back now? You can buy you can buy panty games on Nintendo eShop. Why are we all <laughs> of a sudden going back to 2003 Nintendo? But I believe, yeah, that was that's pretty much all they added for this for the second summer update. Um, still a worthy contribution, though, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And if, like I said, I, or I didn't say it, but I obviously did jump on and and play a little bit, and outside of just kind of looking at some of the stuff. And after I realized I had to have somebody else's dream code to look at islands, I think it would have been nice to be able to just kind of like pop into random islands. Uh, and just kind of walk around, look around, see what other people have done. But right. since you have to have somebody's specific code to go go to an island, I, I laid in the bed, I did the thing, and talked to her. And once I found that out, I'm like, eh, I'm done with this. Save, quit. And that was that. Took the game out the system, threw it in the, the case, never played it again. <laughs> threw it at my 80-inch 8K TV. Here, read this. Display that in AK. So they 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 still seem to be missing the boat, as it were, on friend codes and online connectivity, and like I get the sensitivity and <laughs> oh, like and the like, sure. like the Chinese system, which you can actually do uh, messaging on the Chinese switch. You can yeah, yeah. it's integrated. It's integrated on their uh, their network. Is it their can, is it their WeChat or whatever? Yeah, well, because it's the chat they can do through phones also, so you can actually talk right. to everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want one of those. I know it plays like six games, but I kind of want one of those Chinese Switches. I just want the Raven Rabbids game that we'll never get. <laughs> the, yeah. The Rabbids game <laughs> that we'll never get. Uh, last bit of news came out today. Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I know we've talked about this, what, 8,000 times over the course of rumors and games that need to come from... Wii U to Switch and all that kind of stuff. To the dismay of like everybody on the fucking uh, Twitter just shitting on it. How was this about a paying thing? $60, so. How was this a thing? Ten thousand or uh, what? Ten million people bought the Wii U. There's how many people already have a Switch? It's like sixty or seventy, right? It's up there. Yeah. Apparently, those ten million people are the only ones that use Twitter. So. It's just them. Yep. It's just them. Yeah. The only people it. on Twitter had a Wii U and are bitching about their library moving to another console for people to have access to. Don't well, buy. 
They I don't, they I don't get it. yeah. <laughs> don't buy it. They also the there's more yeah. stuff. <laughs> they also they also pulled uh the game from the Wii U eShop apparently. Officially, but you can still buy that code from I saw like Amazon. Oh yeah. GameStop. RPG, and we got it for yeah, free. We discussed it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We got it for free for Nintendo. There was some gaffe that we ended up with Pikmin 3 for free somehow. It was some bullshit where when the console was doing bad, they were like, buy this game and you get a free digital copy of this thing. And uh, I think Pikmin 3 is the one I chose also. So. Me too. Yeah. Because I had it too. I think when I plugged in the Wii U a couple of months ago, I was asking y'all, like, where did this come from? How do I have a digital copy? I was looking for Wind Waker. I was like, how do I have a digital copy of Pikmin 3? I, didn't, I don't remember buying this. I bought that pre-owned game and it was like 60 bucks still. Remember when Pikmin 3 was like super hard to find for Wii U? Yeah. And then they came out with a player's choice for thirty bucks, <laughs> and the the market plummeted. Um, hey, anyways, whatever. It's a, it's a good game. It's like you said. That's a great it's game. It's got new DLC, uh, all the integrated DLC, some new uh, some new story side stories. So play with a friend, co-op, play uh, easy mode. This is the definitive Pigment Three experience. If, if you bought it on the on the Wii U, good for you. <laughs> this game is not for you. <laughs> Apparently, I bought a hard copy and yeah. I bought the digital, or was given the digital copy. Yeah. I didn't buy that. I think I was given the digital. Same. Uh, Gamatsu no- notes: Nintendo has announced Pikmin 3 Deluxe, an enhanced version of the July 2013 release Wii U title for Switch, that includes new missions, co-op play options, and all previously released DLC. It will launch on October 30th for 59.99. Yeah, I'll do it. I think uh, I played like two hours into the Wii U one, so why not? You get to play an easier version, as they note. There's a casual thing. There's side story missions, which there's an ongoing story. Somebody had talked to, I think it was Eurogamer, had talked to Miyamoto about a tentative Pikmin 4 project and whether or not these side missions were that, were that content. So I don't know if that story's been fleshed out or not. I don't know. Remember, there was some uh, Nintendo... Um leakers out there who said that a version of Pikmin 4 was done so right they're just trying to find an ample opportunity to release it kind of like the whole metro prime trilogy right on switch says is done like what was it uh a gentleman that used to work i i'm ran who used to work with a uh, game informer he's been mm-hmm. talking about it for years he's like they're done he's like, i don't know what they're doing with it yeah yeah he's like whenever they decide to announce it which we all know they're going to probably announce it whenever they we get a tentative date for metro prime 4 because that's when it'll make sense so this is fun, man. We don't want to focus on the the. They are the loudest voices, the internet crowd who's always crying about stuff. But with there being no like Nintendo Direct that they wanted, we got Shin Megami Tensei HD remaster and a new game, and I don't know what else you could want from a Nintendo Direct. I, that was enough for but me. Goddamn, I know. I'm like, holy shit. But, you know, Nintendo's in the capacity to do this, and they, they did it with us with, a, what was the last game? Uh, Paper Mario. They were just like, hey, here's a trailer, here's a release date. This is more exciting to me than a Direct. You don't even have to build up for it. It's just, okay, here's a trailer, here's a date, you're ready to go. It worked for Paper Mario, I pre-ordered that day. I'd probably do the same thing with uh, Pikmin Trace. At this point, I think people were just looking because of the way how the whole year turned out. They're just looking for something to uplift them, and that's these, always these happened. are those moments. Yeah. So, but uh, I've I've noticed you've already stormed through Paper Mario. Oh, I've so that it. announcement is yeah. not only exciting, but the game ended up great. So, what else do you want? What? <laughs> what Dude, can I'm, we do? 
I'm ready to just chuck 2020 in the thing. I'm like, whatever. At this point, I'm like, just move everything to 2021. I was like, let's move the new consoles to 2021. We just, I mean, we saw the announcement. They just moved the television console to 2021. It's like, let's move every console to 2021. Let's get the nothing in this bullshit year. So go ahead and move. Uh, you're saying go ahead and move PS5 and Xbox Series X. 2021. Let's go. Hey, I'm okay with that. Go ahead and yeah. do that. But we're still getting we're still getting great announcements. We're still getting games. We got mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country on on Super Nintendo Online two weeks I ago. I mean, it's like you said. Look at the we got the fucking state of play tomorrow, and that's going to be what PS4 and VR games for the rest of the year, which I didn't think they had anymore. So, yeah. Do we need to go back to that story? Because I think it says four. Was it 45 minutes of like PS4 and VR games? Yeah. 45 minutes. I was like, I was like, how many fucking PS4 games they have now? So I mean, I thought they were done. Remember, Sony was like, Ghost of Tsushima, we're out. Peace, drop the mic. But that is what they did. Here's Horizon on PC. Right. Enjoy. You know. That, but I mean, I don't know what games they're going to announce other than they, they said the only PS5 stuff was going to be updates on third-party games that were already previously announced from the last show. So this will be that Spider-Man Avengers. They'll know. Uh, it, it may be like that Square Enix game. It's a, uh, it's a little big planet. They said it was just going to be updates, third-party. Yeah. Yeah, so which I'm cool with. Hey, give us updates. This is I'm on record saying the end of a generation. These games, I love these the most. These hit the hardest. And then somebody on Twitter was like, "Yeah, Sony needs to stop fucking around and just uh, greenlight Puppeteer 2. That's what they put on there. Please God, yes. <laughs> Please give me Puppeteer Two. Somebody's like in there that thread's like, "Fuck, Little Big Planet." They said, "Why haven't they stopped being cowards and, pu- and greenlight a green uh, Puppeteer 2? That's going to be our next Let's Play. We've been kicking it around. It's going to be Puppeteer. That is a great-ass game. You ever played it, Brent? Uh-uh. It's good. Stop playing Days Gone. Stop putting all those hours into Days Gone. you got to grab the Puppeteer. It is a Japan Studio Alan Becker joint. A late... Was it post-PS4? It was right before PS4 joint. Yeah. It got buried because I think it was like that May or something like that right before PS4 came out. It was like their last final push in that summer. Yeah. We couldn't put it down. The mm-hmm. missus and I destroyed it. Awesome title. Awesome title. Um, Pikmin, side story missions, head-to-head matches and more. No mission is too big. Two-player co-op. New adventures. Go it alone or team up with a friend to take on brand new prologue and epilogue stories. Or Pikmin and Pikmin 2 Heroes. Put a Joy-Con in each hand and don't need the friend. Like Maracas. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Quality oh, oh. of life improvements. Expand your exploration with an enhanced lock-on targeting system. Enemy balancing changes. Multiple difficulty, multiple difficulty modes. Optional hints and more. And, of course, the Picopedia. Unlock profile entries for each character and find out their unique perspectives on each creature you discover. Yes, the opposite of the Wikipedia. I'm <laughs> down for this. The, the Picopedia? Picklopedia. I read that wrong. I'll be the first guy to start. Can can you create articles in there? I'm just gonna start putting stuff in there. It's like people just sh- searching for shit. It's like they'll, they'll go to that versus. You're Wikipedia. gonna self edit the Picklepedia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Warning: Your IP is being recorded. <laughs> you're gonna make it your own me verse. Yeah. <laughs> me versus back, bitches. All right, that's it with news. Did y'all have anything else to add in news? No. I mean. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll have some uh, state of play stuff next state week. State of play. Yeah, I'm excited to see what comes out of that. And, this uh, is uh, late in the generation, so you never know. Take, did anybody partake in the analog? Uh, I tried. Yeah, I, I think it, I think uh, the webpage 
disappeared or something like that and i came back in there and it was in there and i tried and it didn't work i was like fuck it i tried i, I wasn't even upset about it there's people on twitter like pissed i'm like hey, it is what it is yeah. i didn't really need it anyways i got plenty of devices to play those games yeah Same. It, it's the only thing i was interested in is playing those games on a tv easier because i had hdmi without having to go through a gamecube so but hopefully they'll make more i don't know to me it was the screen and the pixel density and just having everything right there you know Available in one thing. I just want to play in the fucking TV. TV. That was the big selling point for me because I was trying to get that in the dock. Everything. You even get the, the dock temp- also. Yeah, even the fucking tempered glass show it sold out. Like everything was gone. Damn. So hopefully they'll do more. I mean, well, they have the they have the other ones that sold out on their on their side again. So hopefully they'll do more. I don't know. We'll see. I know you. I know you guys are limited run fans, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my campaign against this stuff again. This was a pre order. We weren't getting actual quantities. This was a pre-order that sold out. Yeah. That's bullshit. I know we're in a pandemic. I know supplies can be short. But let's broadcast that. Let's not say, hey, pre-orders are open this day. They went up at, what, 11 a.m. for us? Okay, I tried to submit my order at 11.06, and it didn't go through. And I had everything set. I had payment method. I had everything ready to go. And it was already down that fast. So, like, yeah. no. Well, I mean, it's, it's like you said. They should have came out with a number. I don't know why they say pre-order. Because pre-order right. sounds like you can it's, – it's open. You pre-order as many as you yeah. want. Reserve mm-hmm. your copy. You'll get one I mean, more. You know, Brent, Brent does limited run also right now because of the pandemic. Limited run has been doing everything as open pre-orders. So they Which haven't is done, the best way to go. They have done very little limited runs outside of the beta ones because the beta ones, they already had to do the amount of cartridges already planned yeah. out. So I think that one and those Chemco RPGs are the only ones they've done. With actual numbers on there but everything else has been open pre-orders for four weeks like they give you plenty of time and people are still bitching about that they're like you, you had four weeks to pre-order it but right like they decided to do that just because of what's going on right now so i i think i don't think they're going to change that model because i think it's done well for them so that's fine but like the analog come on man it should have been a number it should be like we have this many because I'm like you, I'm under, it's pre-order. I was on the, I was like, maybe if it's still there, I'll get it. I wasn't stressing about it. I'm not going to sit there and. I wasn't stressing, but I was, yeah. I ended up being ready and I was within 10 minutes of it going live and I couldn't get one. Like, how is that a thing? So I don't I know. I started reading all the, all these articles on Mr. Yeah. Um, Brant was talking a couple weeks ago about the retro pie and that has, you know, a uh, friend of the show, non-friend of the show. We like him a lot. Jeff Gersman talks a lot about the uh the mister and that just hey that seems like that might be the solution Cesar, you want to play on tv man that that might be it dude get you a good controller and a mister and load all them things up and go that's what i said i'm not even stressing out about it it may pop back up again i didn't have the money anyway so i was like yeah it was it was meant not to be hopefully by the time those those things pop back up again i'll have the cash because that's a lot of money as I've sat back since then, you know, you mentioned not wanting to hook up the GameCube, but you and I, Brant too, we have plenty of ways to play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games, right? Versus the Polymega, which is vaporware still, <laughs> except for the beta testers, which I wasn't selected. But, like, it's not that easy to get Sega Saturn to HDMI or TurboGrafx CD or, you know, that seems to fill a different role than just something that plays more Game Boy games, which we which we kind of already have access to. So I don't want to belittle. I know analog makes great stuff. 
disclaimer i didn't get one i'm a little sour about it so you could chalk that up if you want to whatever but there are other ways to play these games still versus versus something that fits a need of uh you know it's not easy to get this this console playable now or okay your sega saturn laser was made in 1996 it's going on 30 years at this point 25 years so perspective for everything yeah, mine's is convenience. It's about the size of this phone, and the dock's right there, and it doesn't take up much space. And I don't have to sit there and bury it somewhere and try to find it when I want to play something. Stop! You're making me mad again. I was already, I was already, I had already talked myself <laughs> out of like I'm good. No, you'd be fine, man. It's it's gonna it's gonna pop back up again. It, it, it will. I mean, they're still fucking selling the the Famicom ones on there, the NES ones, the Genesis ones that originally sold out. So it's gonna it's gonna pop back up. So. It ain't coming right. out till next year anyways. It ain't like we they were gonna ship it to us next week. It ain't like we're missing anything. It comes out True. May twenty twenty one, so it wasn't a twenty twenty item anyways. And they said yeah. they're gonna put more up, so I just I don't know if I wanna jump in the circus again. Yeah, like I said, I may wait until you know, they'll come out they'll come out and say like publicly, like this is the last round. If you're gonna get them, get them now, then I might entertain it by then, but I'm not right. stressing it. They're the same. I still got to get a fucking PlayStation 5. There's too much shit coming out. I'm like, I can't sit there and buy every fucking console coming out this year. There's like 85 of them. And I still, have one, yeah. still have one Poly Mega that's not coming out until 2025. I think it'll be shipped to my house after I've already passed. So <laughs> At least I paid that off in like 2009 or whatever. It was yeah. Here's your paid off one. I was like, just ship it to my, my grave. I bought that six weeks before I bought my PS4 Pro. <laughs> I don't even remember paying for this. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably get my PS5 Pro before that fucking thing comes PS5 in. PS5 so. Pro, God. <laughs> Here we go. Don't wish this upon us. All right, y'all want to get into games played? Yeah. Let's do it. Who's leading us off? I can. It's a short week for me. Shoot. Um, you know I've I've been tagging Twitter a lot. I've uh, I finished out Paper Mario, uh, Origami King, and this is probably the first Paper Mario I've beaten since the original on 64. Nice. Uh, I still think the 64 one is a little bit better, but this is a really good one. Uh, this one I actually stuck to to the very end and played it all the way through, even though I'm not a big fan of that uh, puzzle battle grid system sometimes, because sometimes I'm just like, how? Like, doing like horizontal verticals, and I was like, fuck this shit sometimes. You don't you don't know what to select, or it beats you because of... It's, it's bullshit where you can, like, if you hit... Because you can call the toads. If you, as the toads, you rescue up there, you can hit the Y button and throw out money, and the toads will okay. come out there, and they'll kind of move the panels for you. They'll move the panels sometimes. Like, how the fuck was I supposed to guess that? Or, like, look at that in, like, 60 seconds to figure <laughs> that shit out. Like, they, it wasn't, like, a simple move to the left. It was, like, sometimes it's, like, they move across the thing and then turn it around. Like, what the fuck is this? I'm like... Like you expect me to do that for sixty seconds and then not the, and then, the toads are like swordfish, they're just hacking. Yeah, they're, they're just like, going oh. away and they just, they just throw me random fucking items and shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, there, there's sometimes I just did that shit and just got over it. Right. But uh, I mean, not to go into too much details. It, it, the localization is great. There's a lot of mean stuff in there that we see every day on fucking Twitter. It's on there. The whole thing about patching in the castle, like patching the castle, you cowards. Why is there a door here? I mean, there's there's. Little... I saw I saw the you your cat you cowards. Comment yeah. you put up that picture. That one in the fucking whole Kamek. The Kamek one was the one that killed me the most where he just he just sit there and, and thrived and talked about how he was a coward and then like those bits where he just he just runs the fuck away and he doesn't <laughs> say anything to you and that chomp's coming up there and you're like, Oh shit. 
Then you go up there and like, why the hell did you just do this? Like, dude, I survived this long just by running away. It's like, my bad. <laughs> I, I didn't have time to warn you. Keep it so moving. Like, keep it, yeah, the system yeah. says keep it moving. I just thought it was funny because it's like you see him haul ass. You're just sitting there staring at him haul ass. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> then you look over and that fucking chomp's coming up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, they, they got there's some good comedic timing in there, man. Uh, and I think um, it's not long. I think it took me. Well, it's not long for me. I think it, it was a little bit under 30 hours. Uh, and that's not with me going and, and trying to complete everything, which was get all the toads. Uh fill in all the confetti holes and find all the treasure treasure Are there in there. Any benefits to filling out those. That is mostly like a completionist type thing, a collectathon type thing. It's not necessary to compete uh, to complete the story. So it's if I mean that probably would add at least another ten hours of gameplay, probably about a forty hour game. Okay. But I just went ahead and just got through the story. I think it was like about tw- I beat in like twenty eight, twenty nine hours. It was it was good. I like it. Uh, I can't speak from experience for paper uh, like a thousand year door because I have it. I just never played it. So, and that seems to be the de facto one that everybody loves. Right. I think the only negative thing I hear about that game is that there's a lot of backtracking, but they said the the story bits and the character were those were the best ones in that game. So, uh, outside of that, I I put in 20 hours in the Fairy Tale on PS4. Uh, they finally fucking patched it because uh, originally was playing it on the original version uh, 1.0, which their HDR was like fucking me playing it on an NES on a like a playing an NES game on HDMI on a regular LCD TV where it's, oh, like shit. the colors are so fucking bright they burn your eyes. Whoever did the HDR on that was horrible. They just did the patch and it cleaned it up because it was like it was so washed before and it's like the shitty thing about it is that you go into settings you can't fucking turn off HDR. So you have to like turn it off in the console. You can't turn it off uh, in the game. It's, not setting, it's based off the console, not the game. So I was like, I just dealt with it, and they finally patched. It. I was like, oh my god, thank god. It was like, it was like, <laughs> save my retina. So, I'm sure somebody outside my bedroom window could fucking see that light coming on there. It's like the fucking hand of God in there, like the like oh, I had. I, a, did, I did from here. I knew you were playing yeah, fairy tales. Like, yeah, it's like I had the fucking son from like Mario Brothers three. <laughs> He's in there just fucking folding around. But um, you're Kramer in the uh the Kenny Rogers Roasters episode yeah. where it's. The red light, the red lights hitting him through the door. I got a fucking tan just from that TV. But <laughs> you um, see it, you see it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, outside of that, it, I like it. It's uh, it is a plays like if you ever played like the Atlier games, it is a copy carbon of that one, the Atlier games. Like uh, uh, you do requests, you and those requests they'll give you items and you can synthesize items uh that's in this game you can synthesize lacrima or accessories for your main characters uh it is a it, it plays like a gust game like an out, out layer game that's what it plays like i mean if you want something on there it's more of a easier version of it because it their their demographic for this game is that that group which is always uh, around teenagers so it's not a very difficult rpg it's not it's not like uh you're not gonna have battles where you're you're gonna have to sit there and like, oh, you know, if I rock paper scissors this, and you know, this guy plays this, and I gotta play this, and they're weak against this, it doesn't go into that much detail. Uh, the biggest aspect of the game is I never use attack, I never use defend. Uh, they want you to use the magic aspects because that's <laughs> that's the whole point of the show and the, the manga was the whole magic. So yeah. it's like I'm just using magic attacks the whole time. So I don't think I've ever used attack on there once. So. Outside of that, the story does take place halfway through the series, so it doesn't take it doesn't start at the beginning. It starts after the seven-year time skip, which makes sense to me because they use the seven-year time skip to kind of reset the series in the middle. So, so what's that investment before someone wants to start the game? I, you, this is not for anybody unless you're a fan of the series. This is my how, 
how much of the series do you have to have watched before you can I, you have to be a fan of the series. Basically, it covers the later half of the series, so that forces you to watch the whole series. Because if you watch yes. the beginning, beginning part, it's kind of like the whole Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You, what you do plays in a bridge version of the series, and not all of it is accurate. They kind of had to play with it to work with the mechanics of the game. Because there were some solo battles in the anime that they had to make uh, duos in this game, and they kind of switched stuff around. There's some certain aspects that were not in there. And plus... uh. There's certain characters in the game that are not rendered. Like, you'll see a text bubble where they talk, but they don't actually have a character model to them. So, it, there's some odd stuff here and there, but it works. If you're a fan of the show, it works. Um, but I just fan got... Service. Yeah. Fan service is always in there. Yeah. Uh, actually, that game's a lot more cleaner than in the anime was. The anime was a lot more risque, but um, <laughs> the manga's even <laughs> But, uh... I don't, but you know, I don't even notice that stuff anymore. So yeah, he's either here or there. But um, I, I've watched so much anime now that like I don't even pay attention to the naughty stuff. But, like I show somebody a clip at work, they're like, "Oh, is that a buttocks?" I'm like, I don't even pay attention to that. I'm like, watch, <laughs> watch the scene and watch the story part. It's like it's 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 anime. There's always some kind of inappropriate thing in there. I just accept it. and I don't even pay attention to it. But um, I mean, I, you're talking to the guy who one of my favorite animes is Kill a Kill, and that's like the most inappropriate thing ever. But uh, um. Outside of that, I mean, it, it, I just finished up with the Grand um, Magic Games. Uh, it does start you after the seven-year time skip, where you kind of have to rebuild the guild, which works because it would suck that if you rebuild the, you had to build up the guild and then you have to go up to the seven-year time skip and then redo that shit over again. Right. If you're playing a game like that, it would probably piss you off. But um, they start off in the middle, I think, around episode 100 and something. Uh, so I'm in the Grand. Uh, I just finished the games and I'm about to go into the Celestial Gate arc. So I think it has the four major arcs at the very end, except for the final one. But outside of that, I mean, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the show and you're a fan of RPGs, it'll work. Uh, if you're just a fan of RPGs, you'll seem like you're missing context. Because they'll, they'll have requests in there that kind of recall back to earlier story arcs. But it's just usually a character just reading out a couple paragraphs, talking about it. You don't get the full aspect of it. So if you're coming in there full, going in, expecting like a full-blown fairy tale RPG, it's not. It's kind of like an in-between where they take some of that content and kind of fit it into something that was doable. Uh, I And I played this on PS4. I, I didn't play the Switch one. I heard the Switch one. It's the same thing, but I think the Switch one, when I was reading online, I think the complaints on that one, some of the load times are over a minute. It's not that long Ooh. on the PS4 one. Like, there's sometimes Why? people said they were able to walk away and get something to drink and come back. It was still loading. It's just the limitations of the hardware. That's <laughs> Switch what Pro. At. Switch yeah. Pro win. Switch 2. Uh, yeah. I think... I think that's why they were trying to, between me and you, I think that's why Nintendo's holding off on uh, doing anything. They were like, we're going to try to stretch this out, stretch it out, because I think they're waiting on that next Tegra to come out. That's going to be the the native 4K Tegra that NVIDIA's really making right so? now. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get away from that Switch model, but I think they're waiting for the next CPU to come out where they can do 4K. Just so, so it's truly backwards compatible and everything just works. Yeah. That type deal. Because the new one they got out there doesn't, it does like pseudo checkerboard. 4K is not a very big difference. So I don't think it would work. I don't know where people are getting the Switch Pro from, but it's either here or there. I mean, it's a portable console, so you yeah. don't really need a 4K. <laughs> uh, yeah, on a 720p, 720p screen, it works. Sure. Yeah. Unless you do a standalone console like the PlayStation Vita. Top of the TV, Vita TV. So that's the Which only we way bought, to We bought super cheap and is apparently really rare at this point and expensive. Yeah. 
I got a yeah, I got a couple of them too. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's uh, if you're a fan of the show, you love it. I mean, if you're a fan of RPGs, I don't know if it'll be for you unless you're a Natlier type of person. So uh, is there, is, they were known for crafting, right? That's again crafting. That's what the synthesizing. Yeah, you do gotcha. requests, you synthesize stuff. That's the same thing. It's crafting, synthesizing. That's the word they use it on there. It's a uh, turn base. So it's old school. Just depends on what movie you're on there, but I like I said, I wouldn't recommend it unless you are a fan of the show or have some context of the show. I don't think it would be enjoyable because it is like a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. What they do go over is rapid fire, and you don't get all the bits, and it's kind of like some of it you may feel lost on, or some of it is not clear. Like a lot of that stuff is interpreted on there, so a lot of the interactions with the characters and each other's callbacks to the anime and manga. So you would need that context. So. Uh, all in all, I was proud that I watched all 300 episodes. I did my homework. <laughs> it paid off. It paid off. It was worth it. Yeah. All it, 300. I didn't have to buy the game and get pissed off and then go back and watch 300 episodes to finally play the game at the end of the year. <laughs> so, which would normally what happens. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for all my games played this week. So, Did you play any more Ghost of Tsushima? I have not. Uh, I st- started it if you have not played any more of it that'll be my segue nope uh i won't go over my halo bullshit i had two more nights of halo bullshit <laughs> we, we, we we don't even ask me no <laughs> no yeah just assume just assume my my 12 hours of online play over the weekend is going to be halo master chief collection i would be more surprised if you started out this whole thing but like i did not play halo this week and then i'm like oh you didn't play halo this week that would be surprising yeah yeah, I, that's the only time I would be surprised to expect anything for you to say right. Halo-related at this point. We just assume you played Halo. <laughs> so I actually did start off uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's, um, it's one of those. It's open world. I like the world. I like the music. I'm playing... Cesar, I, th- I don't think we covered this with your start last week, but I'm playing... I'm not playing in the Kurosawa mode. I'm playing with Japanese voices and English subtitles, which... My opinion is the way to go. The vo- the lip syncing doesn't back up. Yeah, yep. That's how I want to hear it. Um, there's been like I was going into this blind, but I've I've read a couple things just as people are wrapping up the game at this point because I'm starting about two weeks into it. Um, they said the story's predictable, follows samurai things, all this kind of stuff. I don't have that background. I don't have the Kurosawa lore. I don't I don't know what these samurai films do. Maybe that's a bad thing going into this because I don't I can't appreciate that mode if you turn it on, but the I, it seems like a revenge story for Jin, which I'm always down for. Like everything seems stacked against you in the very beginning, and as the story plays out, it feels like he's going to get more powerful and take out. You know, there's a right now there's a fortress that I can't take down. Uh, there's a bad dude there right now, so I'm assuming I'm going to get more powerful and and go up there. It's a con. Um, do what? It's a con. It is Mongol. a con. Yeah. A con. Uh, <laughs> Mongol has taken over that. Yeah. But from what who, I played, who a bit, has man, learned uh, the way of the samurai? Yes. He made that very clear. He fucking taunts the shit out of you. Like I know you. I know your language. I know your traditions. Yeah. I followed that, you. I learned. That's you. how I beat you. Yeah, because I yeah. used the traditions against you. She was the beginning. <laughs> the beginning of it is pretty dark. It's very hopeless, and um. Uh, the open, I'm really digging the open world. The combat hasn't bit me yet, and I spent, this is my mistake, they teach you the first, like, three or four rules to combat early on, right? 
and I forgot Perry. I forgot L1, like, right after the first battle that makes you use it. So I'm fighting all these battles subsequently where I never use parry. I'm using, like, three-fourths of the other skill set, and it just <laughs> it doesn't even come close. I got killed so many times. I'm like, what is it with this game? And I'm playing it on – it's not normal. It's, like, medium maybe is what they call it. Maybe it is normal. And I'm like, I heard people saying this game was easy. Why am I struggling so bad? And it was just uh, I didn't I didn't parry. I wasn't parrying. I was using their circle for like if somebody has a long bow or a long staff or whatever, you can hit dodge. circle yeah. to dodge mm-hmm. it, and then you can counter based off of that. I think and, school, uh, I think uh, triangles uh, for people with shields where you kind of yep. push on them. Yep, triangle will will knock down that defense, so then you can lay on them with either a heavy attack or a light attack. But like exploring that world and moving from. Um, you know, point A to point B, using the wind, you swipe up on the, I call it the map button, it's that trackpad in the middle. You swipe up on that, and it tells you it tells you where to go, but not, you know, you can set a marker if you want, or you can use the marker if you want, but everything in the world will shift, almost Wind Waker-esque. That's how you remember this playing the song, and you would you would see the, the wind just, it would take you in a direction, but it, it stays, when you do that wind blow thing, it, it, it sweeps you along and tells you where to go. Uh, the characters are really good. Like the supporting actress that's with me, the supporting character, she's more interesting than Jen so far. Uh, yeah, the, she's looking for her brother apparently, and that that seems like it's going to propel the story. Yeah, she's a thief. Head. She's the one. Um, she's the one that's trying to break your ways of Bushido. Yep. Because he's uh, Jen is all gung ho about this is the way samurai do it. I'm only going to do it this way. It's cowardice to fight any other sort of way. And about the, what would you say, about the third mission, they make you sneak up behind people and slit their throats. <laughs> so she's teaching you. That, but that was, a, that was a powerful moment because, remember, he, when he killed that gentleman, he sat there for a while because he, like, he just came to that realization. Everything he did, he just kind of like soaked it in. Because remember, she asked him, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's just keep going. Yeah. So. But you're, you're watching him struggle with it as you're watching yeah. the other dude. Like, he's got blood. Because he was, out yeah, he was hoping that that one slash would do it on there. He had to keep stabbing him. Yeah. He's like, he's getting his ass. Um, it's a great game, man. Cesar, uh, <laughs> jumping on what you were saying, like I can't believe I'm playing this on something that came out. Technically, a platform that came out in 2013. Like this is just, it's beautiful. This There's been no a... screen tearing. The HDR is gorgeous. Like when you're in those fields with the white flowers blowing everywhere and the moon Yellow, is shining over you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm looking it's, at it. I'm like, oh god! I'll just I'll set the controller down. Like, let me just look. Like, I get photo mode. Yeah. There's been photo mode in games all the way up until then, and I'll look. I haven't taken any in this, but I've 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 looked at other people's photos they've taken. I'm like, I I see this. Because yeah. you can. It's real quick. You hit the right. You hit right on the D-pad, and it takes you to photo mode, and you can scroll around. You can change all kind. You can change all kinds of shit in the in the in the photo that you want to do. Um. You know, rain, flowers, wind. There's all kind of options in there, but man, it's a beautiful ass game. It's just a, it's a real beautiful world to be in. And you, and you mentioned that it's, it's very funny. Like this generation is a complete polar opposite of the last one. Because remember, the last generation, everything was like struggling to run. Yeah. This one, everything seems to be outside of the loading. Loading has gotten way worse. Right. Everything seems to be running pretty smooth this generation, yeah. seven years in, versus what we had last gen in PS3 and 360, where it just I just remember trying to play Dishonored on PS3 back then. It was like, it was it was butthole. I had I didn't play Dishonored, Dishonored until PS4. 
it played better on PS4 when I, I just waited for that remaster. I was like, thank God. You turn to the left and Dishonored, and you could just see the screen tearing up and down nonstop. I'm just like, oh, God. We need, we need to move on from here. But uh, I played Halo, played Ghost of Tsushima. I have not kept up with my Resistance playthrough. I need to go back with that. It's uh, I'm thinking about it, so yeah, you draw me back we, in. We thank you. Just <laughs> skip to three. Nothing happened the first few times. <laughs> Resistance <laughs> one has some good moments. <laughs> three is the one where they kind of did that soft reboot, got rid of the main character, and I'm like, hey, this is the guy you play now. Yeah. This one's interesting. He doesn't have the the. Was the other guy's name Nathan Hill? Fuck Nathan Hill. Yeah, Nathan Hill had baggage on him. Because he ended up what coming out like with a ball head in the second one. Is that what it was? Where he's like their version of Jack Two. I'm back. I'm more pissed. Well, the second one is the one you and I tried uh, co-op, and that, that campaign was more, that was more like they the, made it arcade style. Yeah. And if we played it, so I'm gonna play it this next time. I'm gonna play it single player because this is a totally different campaign and see what it's like. Uh, Have you seen some of the the like? The Resistance 2 multiplayer. Have you watched any of those reviews or anything? Mm. It was crazy, man. We missed the boat on that. It was like 64 players. You had uh, skill sets like Team Fortress. You had medics and uh, tanks and all kinds of stuff. Like there was Resistance 2 multiplayer was out there. I, I think I played. The I beat Resistance 2. I got I got, I got to the end. I got the story. I the played some of the story. multiplayer, but it's been so long ago. I don't remember any of the multiplayer, but I remember beating the second game. Huh. Multiplayer's dead now, so we, we missed the boat on that. But watch a review of it, and it's got some wild stuff in it. But uh, that's all my... I didn't ring fit this week. I don't know if uh, Brant did, if Brant's back on the ring fit. A uh, friend of the show, Charles, sent me a message and said, I guess ring fit adventure is game of the year. I was like, wow, so <laughs> far for me, it's, it's, it's up there. But uh, Brant, what else have you played, sir? I didn't get to ring fit. I didn't get... Uh... <laughs> I didn't get to my Final Fantasy. Um, I played since since last week. I mean, there hasn't been a, a whole lot of time. I haven't had a, m- more time to pl- play a lot of different stuff. I've uh, stayed with Panzer Paladin. I've gone through a few more levels of that. Um, still enjoying that. Um, getting crazy weapons because, like, halfway through the level... Um, I wanted to hear Crazy thing. Taxi. <laughs> crazy, crazy taxi. Ay, 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 ay. There we go. No offspring license. Um, eh, but like halfway through the, the level, this enemy called the Horseman shows up. You fight him, and then like a random weapon will pop up. And I guess it's just random generated weapons that, that people have made. So, I mean, I've had things that range from just a large sword to um, a popsicle to I got something that somebody made that they just called the yeet stick. It's just, (laughs) it's just like a little handle. And then it's just like this giant banner that says yeet on it. Um, So, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot still. The, the enemies, um, like the, the bosses of every level are, um, have great designs. Um, and I'm, I'm still going with that. Um, and then the other thing that I got to play this week, um, my copy of streets of rage four came in from my, uh, Amazon pre-order. 
Um, so, and I, th- it, it actually even got here early. Uh, I think it said it was supposed to be, be here like the third. Uh, and then I got a notification that it shipped. Uh, and then it came on the first. So, uh, popped it in and it was funny. I've, I was popping it in, just I wanted to, to put it in the uh, Switch. I got it for Switch. Um, load it up, oh, so see how it looked. Pass? No. I'm a sucker Reaches for, for physical. I'm, I'm a sucker for physical. So. I gotcha. Uh, so, I got it, um, popped it in, and I was sitting there, and um, my son was, was sitting there playing, um, gosh, I think it was... Uh, Tetris 99 and I watched the the opening uh, animation and everything for it and I'm at the title screen and that music is playing dun, 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 and I'm like oh yeah so I, I start going to the char- character Fair selection enough, he baby. just he puts his switch light down and he starts looking I said do you want to play yeah yeah let's play <laughs> and then <laughs> yes. Ka- Katie Katie was off to the side and she goes what what, what are you doing what, what's going on I was like, uh, Streets of Rage, you in? She's like, well, I'm sure, why not? He's got so, three. Cause, yeah, you can get, you, I know you can get up to four uh, local and uh, two um, as awesome. far as wireless goes. Um, but we popped it in and we got all the way to like stage six together before it just finally became um, pretty difficult with all of us going all at once. Um but you know, oh my. Are, uh, picking you up and throwing you off the edge of the <laughs> off the edge of the level. Oh my gosh! Double no, I had style. I had to turn off the um, the option to uh, fire. To, yeah, because <laughs> I was like with with especially with my kid playing like he's not gonna mean to, but he's gonna throw something or he's you know he's he's just gonna be behind me and he trying to help me fight an enemy and he's just gonna be hitting me and I'm like. You know, and characters, and I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to like stop myself from from blurting out things I shouldn't say. Right. Um, but, um, gosh, the the art style of the game is great. Um, I'm sure you guys have have played it. Um, I haven't given this one a go yet. You have. I got, I got it on PS4. I played a little bit. My my copy came in as well. Um. But the art, the art style is beautiful. the The music is great. Um, it's it's a Streets of Rage game, um, just like all the other ones. It gives you fan service. There's little things in there um, that are callbacks to the older games, um, and I'm I'm just having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I picked it back up today, um, and just was playing handheld. Um, the rest of the family didn't seem too interested. They were busy, uh, <laughs> playing other stuff on their switch. Okay. Um, good. Problem so, to have. And I've got from stage six to the very, very end. I got all the way to stage 12 and got to that final boss fight and, uh, shit the bed. <sighs> got destroyed. That final boss fight sucks. So bad i'm, I'm probably gonna people i'm either gonna have to have them come in and help or i'm gonna wind up having to um wuss out and and choose some of the uh 
the hand holding options where it gives you extra lives and extra specials starting yeah, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. just fuck, just okay. fuck, fucking plug but, in the game, genie. Just do it. That's okay. Yeah, beat it. Just game beat game. the game. Doesn't matter. Yeah, my goal is to is to beat the game, and then <laughs> I can always go back uh, and and play it play it on harder mode. But um, you have a physical yeah. copy. Why not get get, uh, get good mode? Get good mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that's usually what my coworkers tell me. It's like, yeah, just play in get good mode. You give it, you'll get better. I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the story. Yeah, I gotta get to to real gamer mode. But um, yeah, that's that's it. That that wraps up everything for me. Hour and a half. What's happening? We did it. What are we gonna talk about for the next thirty minutes? <laughs> uh, philosophy. Anime. Fuck so great. I can't talk about anime. I've watched a shit ton of anime. I know you could. Let's not do that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's get out of here in an hour and a half. Oh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud. Stitcher. <laughs> Spotify. iTunes. Google Play. Overcast. Himalaya. Oh, you took mine. <laughs> iHeartRadio. There we go. That finishes it. You're safe, Cesar. We're also up on YouTube now. Streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. Whatever night we're able to get together and do this, it seems to be Wednesday nights for some reason. <laughs> I, I hate this. I hate this for everybody. I'm sorry. I, I can't do Tuesdays and Thursdays because I go into the building and I get home late. So This is actually my preferred night. And weekends have been destroying me. So, hey, maybe it's just Wednesdays at this point. Yeah. It is what it is. I still want to get together and do some streaming with somebody and uh, knock out this Twitch affiliation. I think we're I think we're close to it. We could do some Donkey Kong Country or something. Heck yeah! Now that we got the uh, two feed up, we'll just do one broadcast local and then do our Skype feed, and we're good to go. And play that um, DK rap. Mm, that's sixty four. I don't I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> Come on, join the collectathon. Be pissed like Holy me. Fuck shit. you, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, okay, fine. Then we need five people to get all the five, the five different types of bananas. That's what we're gonna have to do. If you're gonna go in, we're gonna make this a thing. Still know the context. I never played DK64, so. Uh, Giant Bomb already did this with Burgle My Banana, so we're not we're not even gonna come close. Uh, we're on social media on Instagram and Twitter as No Podcast. I put a, out there on Twitter. Join us. And we had at least four concurrent views as we streamed this podcast. So great job, all four of you. You know who you are. Thank you. Yep. Send us our 25-cent check in the mail, damn it. <laughs> it's coming. Come on, it's Amazon, coming, you son of a bitch. We're going to start getting these quarters. That's all that matters. Pay for our Twitch Prime. Uh, is there anything else to add? we got the state of play to look forward to. Any big releases coming out? No, this one's pretty light. I think the next big one is going to be what um, Tony Hawk and Avengers next month. So this is a, we're going to k- kick in that fall schedule, but it might be that point where do I hold off playing Avengers and hope that I'm going to get a PS5? You know, and just and it's, the previews came out today, and it sounds like it's not that great. And I'm like, same thing with Cyberpunk. I mean, which I guess doesn't matter. I mean, because now they push it back right. to November, so right. I'm like. It'll be either gotta, right there with that console already. I just got to hope I get the console. 
the problem is everybody's at home now. That's that shit's gonna sell out on both sides for Xbox and Sony pretty quickly. Nobody's everybody's at, work. at home. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> at home. Next year will be a whole different story once everybody's back out in the open again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But uh, I don't want to do it yet. Cesar's trying to raise his chances by when people are back in the workforce <laughs> and not getting notifications I, that pre-orders go live. I'm, I'm fucking getting cursed at work because I've been joking about the darkest timeline for the last year and a half and some motherfucker is just like, you little bitch. He's like, you talked into existence. <laughs> you made it I'm happen. Like, hey. You I made like, it I, happen. I was like, this is what I get for talking about the darkest timeline. So. You brought it upon us. Because every time something bad happened at work, I was like, oh, we're in the darkest timeline. People were just laughing at me. I was like, no, we're in the darkest timeline. Shit had, you know, somebody, somebody fucked something up at work. I'm like, darkest timeline. Makes sense. <laughs> that was my excuse for everything. We were due. We were due. It was time. Then we just went. He said, then we went to the darkest of the darkest timeline. So, like. Oh, we we already, like, fell off. And then we just yeah. fell off another cliff. <laughs> all, not, just, not just Link died. All the heroes died. Yeah. There's <laughs> nobody the left. This is bad people. That's it. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we'll have better news all around to report next week and looking forward to state of play and whatever else we get in the next seven days or so. But before we jump off, I, I can't think of anything in August that's coming out. Can you? I'm really trying to think hard. I think we get a break this month. I don't think we're sitting here. Yeah. I mean, the only thing coming out for me is that death end re- request too. But you it. just, you just played through the first one. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm, I'm hoping Brand or somebody will give me something. I can't think of anything. I, I can't think of anything. Probably gonna play a uh, lot of Master Chief Collection this I month. Mean, <laughs> this you, you said uh, Tony Hawk, right? I mean, that, that, that's that's a day one for me. I'm excited about Tony Hawk. Yeah, oh, me too. Definitely. I might be in as well. I, I added songs that. to the soundtrack. Y'all saw yeah. that? We didn't add it to news. I even bought the fucking edition with the skateboard that I'll never use. So, I was like, all yeah. Nice. yeah, give me the $40 season pass in there also. I'm like, just give me everything. Worth it. I just want to play Tony Hawk, not the shitty ass Tony Hawk HD or Tony Hawk 5 for whatever reason that still has value that's like 40 bucks used. I'm like, what the hell? How? I think there's copies at Walmart right now. The game is trash. It's like a, it's like that all those Switch games I send you that like randomly are like high value. Samurai I'm Showdown. Like, Sam, I'm like, really, Samurai Showdown is $89 used for the Switch? I'm like, holy shit. And you can play it on nine other platforms? Like, how is this a thing? I, I, I was like, I think Sealed was like $140 Sealed on eBay. Jeez. That's what you sent me. Yeah. Like, these, there's a lot of Switch games out there. Just like the, the Altier Riza. That one I sent you was like $140 Sealed. It was like 120 used. Crazy. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another week, and we will catch you next week, probably Wednesday. Maybe. Sounds like it's a good day. We'll see. We'll kick it around, and we'll put out there on Twitter and Instagram under no podcast when we're going to record again, so you can join us live and shoot us comments, which our comments this week consisted of Cesar sending emojis of ghosts and Pikachu. So next week will be a marked improvement (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it would be uh, um, two different other emojis. Uh, okay, from Cesar. Cesar again. Yep. Okay, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. See you.